Frank Camp here is one man review where the posts are random and my opinion doesn't even matter, but I'm a fat guy with a microphone and internet connection, so you're going to hear me bitch all about anything. I saw Suicide Squad today, and yay? I'm going to say right off the bat, the movie was not bad, but it wasn't quite good either. It was straight down the middle for me. It was straight down the middle for me. The movie was very by-the-numbers action superhero-ish that what you would come to expect to see and it was generic it was just generic but it did entertain but it didn't do anything new or exciting but it doesn't deserve the hate that it's getting i mean i could have just tweeted a review about this but 140 characters doesn't do this movie justice for the amount of shit it is getting it is currently at 26 percent on rotten tomatoes and currently Batman vs. Superman on Rotten Tomatoes is at 27%. I hate that movie. I give that movie a 1 out of 10. Talking about Batman vs. Superman as a 1 out of 10. And there is no way that Suicide Squad is worse than Batman vs. Superman. It is miles beyond it. It does not deserve the hate. It was entertaining. It's heavily flawed. And a carbon copy of every other generic superhero movie that we've seen. I give it a 5 out of 10. You should go see it. You will not be disappointed, which maybe that's why I wasn't disappointed, because I went in wanting to hate the movie, and I didn't. I have a lot of problems with it, but it's still entertained, and its problems were... The problems I have with it were very minimal. So 5 out of 10, go see it. That ends the spoiler-free part of it, Now I'm going to talk about some of the stuff that I did not like about it, some of the stuff I did like about it, what I liked about it, Batman, Affleck's Batman... He's great. The He wasn't in it too much. He was in it just the right amount. And he was in it when it was necessary, which I thought was great. So the movie delivered there. I, I was very happy that Batman was in it more than just the Lamborghini sequence that we saw all throughout production when they were filming it. I'm glad there was more in it than what we already seen. So that was very good. Warner Brothers learned not to show too much this time around when it came to Batman, unlike Batman vs. Superman, where they gave away freaking everything. Now, what I did not like about it was every beat in this movie, to me, was predictable. I saw everything coming from a mile away. I knew when it was going to make a right turn. I knew when it was going to make a left turn. And the movie, when I knew it was going to make a right turn, it should have made a left instead. When I knew it was going to go left, it should have went right. If they went to make this movie great... It would have given me expectations while I'm watching the movie and make me expect one thing and then all of a sudden go in a different direction. Like Slipknot is in the movie, which I did not know because they didn't advertise him at all. And kind of ironic because I just literally said that they need to know would not to show too much. However, Slipknot, they kill him off in the movie. And I knew from the moment he was introduced exactly how he was going to die and why. I knew his... The bomb in his neck would have to explode because they need to demonstrate that they're not f***ing around and that that is real. And I knew he was going to be the one to die because when they were going over the team, his picture was on the wall and I had no idea who the hell he was and they didn't give him a backstory at all. I knew he was going to die. And it's like they wanted, they threw him in there because they knew they needed to demonstrate the bomb worked, but they didn't want to upset anybody by killing a character that they were invested in. Which is bad. They should have invested us in his character. They should have showed his backstory to make us at least think he's, hey, just one of 
the crew. He's part of the team. But they didn't. They didn't give him any backstory at all. In fact, they, like, when they introduce him, he punches a woman and he says, what, she had a mouth. To make us even hate him to where we want to see him die. They should have given him a backstory. They should have made us care about him and then kill him. They should have made it to where we wouldn't know he was going to die. He was played by Adam Beach from Wind Talker and Joe Dirt. And I had no idea that was him. It wasn't until I got home and looked him up on IMDb that I realized that's who that was. So right off the bat, I I hated that. So yeah, I took off a little bit because of stuff that they didn't give us. Uh, Harley Quinn and Captain Boomerang. I hate Jai Courtney with a passion. Movies he does just sucks. He is not... He is the touch of death on movies. But his character is useless. And Harley Quinn... Yeah, in the comic books, she's always a part of the team. But they could have given her more to do in this movie. She was just there for marketing purposes and eye candy. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but... They need to give her something to do of substance. Like, if there was a scene where Deadshot had to shoot her, and had he did shoot her and, like, kill her, the movie would have been now 10 out of 10 because no one would have seen that coming. But they had to keep her alive because she's just there for marketing purposes. And I hate that. We've come a long way in movies where, you know, women characters can do anything. But her character... She was just the stereotypical hot woman in the movie. And that's not Harley Quinn to me. Harley Quinn to me has always just been a strong, violent character. With her weakness being the Joker. But this movie was just... Yeah, her, I, I just I couldn't get behind her character at all. And that, that that's a waste to me. And Jai Courtney, Captain Boomerang. His character was also pointless. He did one useful thing for him. Which they could have got anyone else to do. The one thing he did was just throw a boomerang with a camera. Which I'm still trying to figure out the physics of how that's working with a camera aiming steadily while it's spinning as a boomerang. Whatever. His character was pointless. His character was only there to advertise Monster Energy Drink. That's all he did. So right off the bat, Harley Quinn, Slipknot, and Boomerang. Three characters that do nothing for the team. That leaves, what, Deadshot, Killer Croc, is that it, really? Just Killer Croc and Deadshot? That can't be right. Uh, and and the Joker, Joker's not a part of the team. And, uh, yeah, there was also Katana and Robocop, I can't, yeah, Flag, that was his name. So yeah, half the team, completely useless. The other half was good. Killer Croc, I couldn't understand half the stuff he said. They really needed to give him some subtitles. They, they could have worked a little better on the makeup, I guess. I don't know. Something about him in the movie just kept reminding me of Amazing Spider-Man 2 Electro. I don't know what it was. But my biggest complaint about it was the Joker coming in at the... Like, making the Joker the entire movie just trying to save Harley Quinn. To me, the Joker in everything that has to do with Harley Quinn loves Harley Quinn, but he would never risk his life... Or do anything to get her. He's a horrible boyfriend. And it was always up to Harley to get out of whatever situation. To come back to the Joker. And then the ending of the movie. They have Harley Quinn get getting busted out of the prison that she's in. And the movie, again, 
It was predictable. I knew it was the Joker the whole time coming in, but they do a dramatic reveal to where Harley doesn't know that it's the Joker coming in to save her. You know, the SWAT team uniform he has on has Joker across his chest, JKR on the side. So why are they going to film it and show it as if he's, we don't know it's him. They do uh, the camera going into his face as he takes the SWAT team mask off. Like it's supposed to be some sort of twist and I didn't like it. They shouldn't, like, I guess it's either they should have just not have him disguise himself or shoot it the way they did. Because I, I, I couldn't get it. I mean, I got it. I knew what was going on, but I couldn't get why they were shooting it and showed showed it the way they did. Of the camera movements going into his face, the music as if it 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 failed for me on that level, and that's how the movie was ending. Except for the mid credit scene, which had Bruce Wayne. Spoiler alert, but I already went over that. But had a Bruce Wayne scene in it, which was great. But the movie did a good job at setting up Justice League a lot better than Batman v Superman did. And when the movie came out with the bad reviews, they released some stories of the drama behind the scenes of the trailer park company that made the trailer, creating a cut of the movie that was competing against David Ayer's version. And I really think a lot of my complaints visually is probably from their cut because there was a lot of stuff in the opening 25 minutes in which they were doing these over-the-top visuals, literally over-the-top, on top of the character's and their introductions that was very trailer-esque that I really was not digging. Like, I really feel like they went with the trailer park version of Suicide Squad to make it fit the tone that the trailer was delivering. So I guess that's another fart with the movie is it was trying to match the tone of the trailer, which I think that is a colossal fuck-up that they would let a marketing department or the marketing company that makes a movie trailer. And instead of telling them that they need to change the trailer to match the tone of the movie, trying to re-edit an entire movie to fit the tone of a trailer is ass backwards, which if I ever made a movie just because of that, I wouldn't want trailer park to edit a trailer for it. If that's what they do, I guess this is the first time in movie history where a studio released a trailer and went, hey, people are going to see the movie and be like, hey, it's nothing like the trailer. Let's change the movie. That's not how it works. You change the goddamn trailer. And then it had the movie had a good soundtrack, but it felt almost as if they were trying to compete with what Guardians of the Galaxy did music-wise, which I don't know if I can really fault a movie for trying to have like a good soundtrack. So the music's good in it. But it I guess Warner Brothers learned their lesson with Batman vs. Superman of trying to do things bigger and grander and then doing Suicide Squad a little more entertaining, which they did succeed there. So Warner Brothers is starting to get their shit together. I believe Suicide Squad is a step in the right direction for the DCEU. I am now more excited for Justice League because of this movie. And again... It proved that Affleck didn't just get lucky as Batman in Batman vs. Superman. This movie is giving me the hope that Batman vs. Superman should have gave me. Which reminds me of another thing that I hate about this movie. And happens very early on in it. There's a scene in which they're trying to pitch 
the Task Force X and starts off with, I can't think of his name, I didn't look up, but he talks about Superman. He could have flown down, ripped the roof of the White House off, and either kidnap or kill the president, and no one could have stopped him. What are we going to do? And that is our premise for establishing Task Force X. That is our premise. And literally a minute after he gives that speech, they introduce the witch or enchantress, whatever you want to call her. They introduce a character that can literally just teleport from wherever she wants instantly. She literally vanishes out of the room, goes somewhere in the world, comes back with these top secret documents as a gift showing that, you know, she has powers that can be helpful. She can literally do the exact thing that they're worried about is Superman doing and then demonstrate that she can do exactly that same thing. And then they want to put her on a task force in which surprisingly it goes to shit. And now she wants to destroy the entire world with the magical blue light that can go up into the sky that we've seen a million times in other movies. Uh, Skyline, last year's Fantastic Four, even Independence Day, blue vertical her yeah, a blue vertical light i'm tired of seeing that in movies hell even transformers 2 is another light going up into the sky the light going up into the sky needs to stop being in movies in hollywood they need to get rid of that goddamn simplification of a world destroying device i fucking hate it stop doing it god damn it now i can keep going but this is a one-man review Overall, the movie is not bad. It's enjoyable. It's a solid 5 out of 10. The DCEU is heading in a good direction, I believe. So until next time, go enjoy the movie.